0: Hey, good morning. It's um, Monday morning. I hope you're well and have a, had a good weekend, a good Father's Day. Um, if you were, if you are a father, I pray that you were able to spend some time with your family and your your kids and, uh, and thank God for the blessings of family. I hope you're able to contact your father in some way, uh, a phone call, a text message. Uh, if you were fortunate, maybe you get to go by and visit. Uh, so Father's Day is always a wonderful day. I hope that you had a great one. Uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, beginning a new uh, reflection, a new study with you uh, this morning as we um, kind of move forward. You know, last week we did Bible school. Uh, we, we just finished Bible school here in St. Matthew's. So I wanted to start something new. Um, you know, we've kind of been alternating old and new. We've done um, we've done uh, prophet. We've done um, uh, James. We've, we've done these things. And so today what I want to do, is um, you know, I talked about this Friday what I wanted to go next, and I was really undecided. And the more I thought about, it, the more I thought thought you know what I think I want to do Acts. And here's why: um, the the thing I love about the Old Testament is um, it lays the foundation for everything we 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 know and do as Christians. Uh, and so it's so important to know the Old Testament. But I just love the stories. I, I love I guess why Bible school is so much fun. It's just we we talk about all the stories we know so well. If you think about all most of the Bible stories that you know that are important to you that you think about or or know about or you 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 teach to your children a lot of these are old testament stories um noah moses abraham uh elijah stories like that are in the old testament now of course we have a lot of jesus stories but a lot of our a lot of our favorite stories are old testament stories that's why that's why i love to read the, the old testament the old testament is fun i think i suggested this last week um particularly the books of joshua and um Kings, Samuel. These books are just fun literature to read. I mean, i never forget I was in college and I read through the book of Kings one summer and it just helped me fall in love with the Bible again. It's just, I love to read those stories. Well, for the New Testament, to me, that's what Acts is. In many ways, Acts feels the most like the Old Testament in that way. Some of our favorite stories in the New Testament, some of our favorite stories with Paul we find in Acts. So I thought, you know what, um, particularly being post-Pentecost, uh, because Pentecost is a big deal in the book of Acts. Um, if you follow a church, if you go to a church that follows a lectionary, um, you're probably reading through Acts in some way. So I thought, well, let's just do Acts because it captures so much what I love about the Old Testament while also telling us a lot of the the, the New Testament uh, stories that we that we need to know and that we need to understand and there's a lot with the holy spirit with the church with things such as this so I, I really love acts so what we're going to do the next while is we're just going to work through the book of acts together so today we're going to um we'll read verses uh we're going to read the first two sections of chapter one um we'll read verses uh this is acts 1 we'll read 1 through 11 acts 1 through 11 where it says this in my first book theophilus I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day he was taken up into heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will not be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. So when when they had all come together, they asked him, Lord, is it the time you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods, but the Father has said by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all of Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going... And they were gazing upon heaven. Suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This is Je- this Jesus, who has been taken up for you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Okay, so we see this introduction here with Jesus' ascension. First, let's look at the, the introduction. We see here it says, uh, this, this, this book is written to Theophilus. Theophilus is the Greek word for lover of God. Um Acts is the second volume of a two-volume work with Luke. Luke wrote both the Gospel of Luke and the book of Acts, and he dedicated them to Theophilus. We don't know if Theophilus was an actual individual, um, you know, a person named Theophilus. It wasn't uncommon in that world for you to have patrons who, you know, you dedicated works to. That is entirely possible that Luke dedicated these books to a Christian patron named Theophilus. Entirely possible. Theophilus is also the Greek word for lover of God. So it could be that this is just a book written to all those who love God. We don't know. But we do know that Luke wrote this. And Luke wrote his gospel in the book of Acts to be read kind of together. Uh, they are they're two volumes of one work. The gospel of Luke tells the story of Jesus. So in the gospel of Luke, we see Jesus' um, life, death, resurrection, resurrection. Um, Luke is a wonderful gospel. Luke is a Gentile doctor. We'll see more about Luke in Acts because Luke will actually be present in the later part of Acts. Luke is a wonderful gospel. Luke really focuses upon the Gentile um, understanding of who Jesus is. Luke, being a Gentile, makes perfect sense. So um, Luke is a brilliant writer. You see, if you were to look at the Greek of his writing, you would see just how in-depth his writing is. It's very beautiful, poignant work. So that's Luke's gospel. Now we see the book of Acts, which is Luke giving the church the same treatment he gave Jesus. In other words, this is a narrative history of the early church, starting from the ascension all the way through the end of Paul's ministry in many ways. So, um, so if you read Luke and Acts, you'll get a really good understanding of the first um, roughly 64 years of the church. Uh, Jesus' life and ministry and then the work of Paul and his missionary journeys. So we'll, 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 we'll see that in here. So um, we see that that's what he's is doing here. He tells Jesus, Jesus tells the disciples, the apostles, um, wait here in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit. John baptized the water, I baptized by the Spirit. Then we see verses six through 11, his ascension. Uh, and, and I love uh, the ascension where we get the great commission here in Luke's gospel. I like the way he, he gives it to us. But uh, the ascension is a very powerful moment in the Jesus' ministry. First, now he ascends to, the, to heaven, to the Father. And the, the, spirit, the scripture tells us that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father now interceding for us. Jesus, at this moment, is at the right hand of the Father praying for us. And that's a powerful concept to think about, that Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father, even now, in this moment now, praying for you. If no one else in your life is praying for you, Jesus is. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us, interceding for us and for the Father's uh, will and love in our life. That's a powerful thing. So right now Jesus is in heaven and he will return. Um, it says in verse 11, he'll return the same way he ascended. Um, so he ascends to the Father and the Spirit will come now and uh, and, and, and live in us and through us. But I like the Great Commission here in Acts 1, um, chapter 8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Four specific places Jesus tells us that will be his witnesses. Jerusalem, that's our backyard. That's where we live. That's our streets. That's our neighborhoods. That's our work. That's our communities. That we will be Jesus' witnesses to the most immediate relationships around us. Jerusalem, that's our backyard. We will represent Jesus in the Walmart here in Madison, in the Walmart in Canton, the Walmart in Bogota, Macomb, Brookhaven. We will be Jesus' representative, Jesus' ambassadors in our hometowns. The ones who know us the best will represent Jesus. We will be his witness. Then Jerusalem, I mean, I'm sorry, the Judea. Judea are the, um, is our greater region. So, you know, we're in Mississippi. I'm in Mississippi. So I have a responsibility uh, to my area to, to be a pastor and a friend, not just in Madison, but throughout the Mississippi area. Um, you know, uh, as a United Methodist pastor, I've been all over the state, all over the state. So I, I want to help the churches where I no longer serve. I want to be a resource and an asset to our state. I want to care about the poverty or the needs across my community. I want to be a witness to Jesus, not just in my zip code, if you will, but in my state and in my region, in my greater area. So we're going to skip the next one. And then he said the ends of the world, into of the earth. That's foreign missions and that's greater missions beyond our context. That's that's getting outside of our context that we're comfortable in. The first two, Jerusalem, in Judea, we have a relative comfort. Now, I may not live in Greenwood, but I'm comfortable with Greenwood. You know what I mean? So we're called to be as witness where we're comfortable. The edge of the earth is outside of our comfort zone. Foreign missions, international missions, missions outside of where we're comfortable. I tell people, I'm a local pastor. I love the local church. That's where I feel called. I'm not a foreign missionary. It's not my calling. But I've gone on foreign mission trips and we will go on mission trips throughout my life because Jesus has told us to. Whether we want to or not, we're called to, and that's one of the I think one of the dichotomies um, we I face sometimes as a pastor. And I've heard people say this. You know, a preacher said, "Why do we Why are we going overseas? There's needs in in our area." And, and the beautiful thing is that Jesus says, "That's right." So pick one. In fact, do both. Jesus tells us to do both—to care both locally and internationally. He doesn't tell us that we can only do one. In fact, he tells us to do both. So some of us have a calling to local, some of us have a calling to international. But we're both called to do both in some way and be faithful where we find ourselves. But then I told you I skipped the third one, and that's Samaria, uh, that's the folks you don't like. The Jews didn't like the Samaritans. The Samaritans didn't like the Jews. Jesus told us to be his witness there. So we're not just called to be his witness in our neighborhoods, our streets, and our communities internationally. We're called to be as witness among the people we don't like. I mean, the Jews thought the Samaritans were heretics. Heretic, Samaritans thought the Jews were heretics. We're called to be as witness among the people that it's hard to love, the people challenging to love, people we may not even like. We're called to be as witness there. So we see in this first part of Acts, we see where we're headed that Luke tells Theophilus this is coming, the story of what happens next. Then we see the ascension where Jesus goes to the right hand of the Father. And then we see what our call is, to be his witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the world. So today, let's be his witness. No matter where we find ourselves, let's witness for Jesus in our life, in our words, and all that we do. And In the coming chapters, we're going to see how this happens. And that's going to be through the gift of the Holy Spirit. So uh, I'm looking forward to walking with Acts uh, with you in the coming days. It's going to be a lot of fun. Acts is a great book. So um, we'll we'll journey in Acts together for the next uh, few weeks. It'll take us a while. Acts is a long book, so we may be here for a minute, but that's okay. Hey, have a great day. Uh, Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be with you bright and early tomorrow as we pick up with Acts chapter 1. See you then. Have a great day.